Welcome to Psychic Cowgirl Radio with Shannon Lackman. Practical, insightful conversations to empower and inspire you on your personal journey. From her cattle ranch in Alberta, this sassy psychic cowgirl uses her connections to universal energies to guide you to greater awareness and wisdom. morning. Welcome to the show this morning. It's a frosty Wednesday in my world. It's a little bit chilly. I can see the trees wiggling in the wind. I haven't gone out to do my chores yet. That'll be after the show. So I'm hoping that the wind chills out a little bit more before then. (laughs) Pun intended. Um, I have been struggling with a cold for the last couple weeks as long as well as many of you. But something interesting I found is that when I was working on releasing and letting go of some um, stuck energies, I found that my cold got a whole lot better. (laughs) Hmm, right? I mean, even though we know this, even though we... um, realize everything's energy and that if you know we can't get rid of a cold or something there's some stuck energy there even though we know this is all connected we forget don't we we forget that we have guidance we forget that we have access to it we don't always know how to interpret our messages we don't always believe that we're actually getting guidance And we should. It's been hectic in everybody's world, and it's really important to take that time to pause, to focus, and to untangle all the energies, untangle all your emotions, untangle all your feelings, It's been intense, it's been cluttery, and I'm not sure that it's going to get better. We're in a very interesting time, and we have to figure out a way to navigate it without letting it defeat us. If you find that your shadows are coming to the surface a lot more, that's true. That's happening to everybody. Um, Old wounds are popping up to smack you in the face, and you're like, oh, okay. And it's not necessarily to um, defeat you or to make you feel bad. It may be just to have you acknowledge and say, okay, well, that's something I will always have to work on. Because even when we solve some of our problems it doesn't mean new ones don't pop up and there's some things that we just are here and our pattern is to navigate our whole time right it's just what we're here to learn and it doesn't mean that we will finish learning it until we decide to cross over it's always going to be i'm reading a really cool book about buddhism And one of the things that it says is that um, this gentleman went to a guru and he wanted his problem solved. And the guru said to him, okay, but everybody has 84 problems. And if you solve these three that you brought to me, you will still get three more because everybody has 84 problems. And I was like, wow. (laughs) So are we being led down an illusion that if we become a certain type of person or we gain a certain level of awareness or enlightenment that all our problems go away and it will be sunshine, lollipops, and rainbows? Is that what we're striving for? If it is, 
we're bound to be disappointed. I don't believe it's possible. I think we're here to learn, to experience, to grow, but I don't think we're here to solve all of our problems and then live happily ever after. I think we learn to live happily ever after in spite of and with all of our problems. That's okay. I feel that if we can make peace with our life as it is right this moment, we can find more joy. Even in the chaos and the tumultuous energies and the weirdness <laughs> over this course of my life, I've often been kind of um, criticized for being happy. It's not even kind of. I have been. I get comments like, are you always happy? As if that's not some place someone should live in. Am I always happy? No. <laughs> but I understand energy, and I know how to share, or I know that we affect each other. So if I'm bitchy McBitchy pants, and I'm out sharing that energy, I don't like it. If I'm having a good day and I share that energy, I think that's good. I've had people say to me, oh, I'd like to talk to you when you're having a bad day and and cranky. I'd like to see that, Shannon. Okay, why? (laughs) I mean, they all have. I don't know why they think it would be a surprise. (laughs) It's because I am divinely connected. I know how to tune in and get answers and deal with stuff so that I am not in a state of cranky all the time. I don't think I don't have my days and weeks and months of that, absolutely, but I know how to work through it so it's not constant because my natural place to be is happy. I have people that don't believe the things that have happened to me. They dismiss it. They think I'm lying or delusional because I'm not a walking, wounded person. Well, okay, I've had some valuable lessons over the last three years in perception, truth, and understanding. It's very subjective. And that's why I think awareness and our energy is important. We need to understand ourselves so that we can figure out our own messages. Because when you align yourself with that energy, you will know when someone is not telling the truth. Because here's the tricky part. They may, not, they may have made up a story or not be completely truthful and honest, but it may be their pattern and they don't even realize they're doing it. Maybe in fleeting moments they do and they wish they could stop, but they don't know how. And my point in that is that we have to look at our own judgments. I struggle with that. I um, I struggle with people saying one thing and then doing something else. I struggle with facades. But I do understand that behind that facade is somebody who's trying to figure it out, somebody who's wounded or who just doesn't know any different. Being tuned into yourself and bringing that awareness into your life and having complete access to your divine guidance isn't always peaceful. It doesn't mean you won't have harsh lessons. It means you'll have a greater understanding of why. 
the oracle card today that I posted on the page from um, Colette Baron Reed was why I I it never gets old. I seriously giggle because I'll have a topic in mind for the radio show, and then I'll do the card, and it will match. And so the message there is there is great power in understanding your motives right now and intentions. This oracle asks you to be very clear about why you're asking this question, looking for this answer, behaving in this way, and, most important, making this choice. Everything is a choice. We can choose, and we do choose, to behave the way we behave based on patterns, based on beliefs, based on what's going on in our world physically and in our minds. Sometimes we behave what we worry about is badly, but in the moment when you're doing it, you have your reasons. Going down that path, Looking at your reasons and the whys of what you're doing things will bring an awareness to your world that's priceless. But it's not always pretty. Spirituality is not always pretty. Getting that divine guidance is not always pretty. But it is powerful. Our soul does know. But our soul isn't here to do anything other than experience. When you experience something, you know it. You, you learn it. It's yours. It's how we learn to do what we do through experience. And then we know what doesn't fit. And so when we put that together with intuition, instinct, understandings, When you experience an energy that's pleasant, take an energetic snapshot of that, if you will, and then you know when something is good for your energy. I love the chakra cleanse because getting to know the energy centers and your body in that way is also priceless. So when you're talking to somebody and you suddenly get a tummy ache, or someone's coming to you with an offer or a deal or an opportunity, and all of a sudden you feel like in your lower gut that it feels unsettled, that's telling you messages. Trust it. How often do we dismiss it? Oh, it's just something I must have eaten earlier, and it gave me a tummy ache now. Because those of us that are empaths have a lot of tummy aches. We have a lot of digestion issues. And we have to untangle what part is food and what part is energy. Not easy. It's cluttery. Cord cutting is essential for us. Essential if you're an empath. You have to cord cut. Because you don't know what is your energy and what is somebody else's. To be clear on your guidance, you have to have big boundaries. You have to know when to shut off your empath energy. I block it. So if I'm at an event at the school or, you know, at the rodeo on the weekend, I can block it so I don't feel everyone's energy because it's too much for me. Crowds are too much for me. I have to pick and choose what I go to, and I have to make sure I block my energies. How do I do that? I love the sage spray, love love, love. I spray my shoes. It keeps me grounded. I ground my energy into the earth in order to block people's energies. It doesn't mean I don't pick up things I need to, but it sure it, it's like turning it onto simmer instead of wide open. I do know. I can read people what I do and I know how to shut it off because I don't want to know (laughs) I don't bless your hearts but I don't so it helps keep me um, balanced and grounded is by being choosy 
as you know, if you've been listening, if you have a session with me, I pre-screen you to make sure I can tune in for you and to make sure what you want from me is what I can give because I do referrals. I have a bunch of kindred souls that do amazing stuff. And if I feel one of them can better serve you, absolutely, because it's about you. That's why I'm really good at weddings. When I officiate the weddings, it's about the couple getting married. It's not about me standing in front of the crowd and letting everybody look at me and how good I am. Don't get me wrong. I want to be pretty when I'm standing up there because it's important to me. I'm in a lot of pictures. But the energy of the wedding, I actually forget about the crowd. I've actually, one of the things I always have to write down and remember is to tell everyone to sit down after they all stand for the bride. I get so focused on the couple that I just, I forget about everybody else. That's how I stay balanced. I block. I constantly block other people's energies. Because here's the thing. If you have big energy like I do, people want to tap into that. They want to be part of it. And I guess I can't really blame them. We all want to hang out with someone who's happy and has that bright spirit. But you don't get to have a piece of me without my permission. Remember that. Nobody it's to have a piece of you without your permission. No means no in a variety of ways. I also want to caution you all, be careful with your energy right now. Um, I bet you a bunch of trauma from your past is coming up to smack you because as women, we've all been sexually harassed. We've all been put down. And now that all this stuff is coming to light in the media, and people's voices are finally being heard, it's a trigger. Be gentle with yourself. We don't all have the support systems to let our voices be heard in that way. And that's okay. Well, it's not okay. That's not what I mean. It's okay if you're not speaking out. You get to decide. You get to know who you should share your energies or stories with and who not to because it's harsh. It sucks. I'm profoundly grateful that this is all coming out because it happens to everybody. Everybody has a story. Look at the Me Too campaign. And it's time to stop. It was time to stop hundreds of years ago. And maybe this is going to make it happen. I sure hope so. But be careful with yourself because, you know, there's a lot of guilt that happens when you end up in that situation. Even though when you actually have conversations with friends about it, you find that it happens to everybody. But we're still made to feel like it's our fault, and it's not. I grew up in an environment with a father who constantly told me how fat, ugly, and stupid I was simply because I was a girl, I'm sure. I know. I'm not even, I'm sure. But I say it like that because, you know, ooh, we don't want to talk about your abuse. This is why people don't believe me because I decided, screw that, I'm going to sparkle in spite of it. Because I've always had this energy of knowing that I was connected to something divine. I didn't know what it was. To me, it's always been an energy that's been there. I knew how to meditate really young. I didn't know that's what it was. No idea. Could. Daydream. Good at it. Where do daydreams come from? Where does our imagination come from? What are we connecting to when we use our imagination? Something other than ourselves, aren't we? It's so cool. So cool. So we use our experiences, our guidance to make choices in our life. And choices, we shouldn't label them so much as good choices and bad choices, even though I tell my kids make good choices. Really, at the moment, it may just seem like the best choice. And then in hindsight, you're like, oh, okay, maybe not. But you don't know until you know, right? And again, 
We're here to experience. Here to experience. Sorry, I just had to shut my phone off. I forgot earlier. Okay. <sighs> so awareness brings with it knowing why you're doing things. Now, if you're someone who's struggling to understand your divine guidance, your messages, I urge you to meditate. Guided imagery, love, love, love. It gets you into the energy of meditation, and pretty soon you don't need it, or you do. That's completely up to you. Find out what your um, favorite learning way is. So some of us love to read stuff. Some of us like to hear stuff. If you're listening to this radio show, you like auditory. You like listening. Find meditations that you can listen to. Okay. So a lot of times when we um, want answers, when we're asking questions and we want answers, it's because something is stuck or bugging us. And we just want relief from that. Does that make sense? I will get things stuck in my energy and I will obsess. I don't know what other word for it. Until I untangle the energies and get clarity. Now, if I have something stuck in my energy and I find I just can't shake it and it's affecting me negatively, as in I get a cold for two weeks, the first thing I do is try to clear the, just the immediate ar- energy around me. And my favorite meditation to do that, just to get myself calm and clear, is the word meditation. So on your in-breath, you say calm or clear, and on your out-breath, you say your first name. It connects both sides of your brain, gives you something to do. Pick a number you like, 13, 108, 7, 46, and do it that many times. What you're doing is slowing down your energy and connecting. And breathing. And you're just giving yourself that space of seconds to minutes to just be. It's like an instant energy reset. Focus is another one I love. I'll say focus on my in-breath and my first name on my out-breath. There was something up Sunday night. What day is today? Wednesday? No, Monday night. I could not get to sleep until 1 in the morning. But I, I was mind restless. So that, doesn't, that rarely happens to me. And I was awake. And it was something energetic because when I got up the next morning, I finally went to sleep at 1. I had to get up and walk around my house and have a drink of water to reset my energy. And I did the calm and Shannon. And then I did the sleep and Shannon. And I had to reset, and then I went back to bed, and then I went right to sleep. But when I woke up the next morning, I didn't feel exhausted. That tells me there was something stuck in my energy that I needed to work out. Something was messing with me. Now, I don't necessarily have to know what it is, but I do know that when that happens, I need to reset in a bigger way. So I clear. I use my pendulum. It's an amethyst pendulum, and I clear the energies of myself. That little thing swung quite a lot. And then I did my ranch, and then I do people I love. Then I send out my prayers. I love the Ho'oponopono, even though I probably don't say it right. I simply say, I love you. I am sorry. Please forgive me. Thank you. I do all these what's the word I'm looking for, practices. And it's to clear my energy and to neutralize what's going on so that I can get an understanding. Because when you're in it, it's hard to see it, right? It's, it just is. Fear, anger, huge emotions, that is what blocks our intuition. 
when your energy is all big and bristly, it's hard to hear our messages. It's also easy to dismiss them because we get them constantly. It really is that simple. We just don't know to recognize them. And until you're in a regular meditation or a regular time of just being a regular practice, and it doesn't have to take longer than five minutes, and it depends on your time of day. Um, If I have something really stuck in my life is really busy where I don't really have, um, or I don't feel like, I mean, I always have it, but I don't feel like I can take the time to have ten minutes of relax, I'll do it before bed. Just do a nice relaxing, even a breath one, you know, calm answers, because your dreams are huge. We're solving problems in our dreams all the time. In fact, next week, let's talk about that. Let's talk about how to get answers from our dreams. Because it will also tell you what is stuck in your energy that you're working on. I'm being nudged and guided to do something. I know I've talked about it before, but I just, I I haven't done it. (laughs) And because it makes me extremely nervous. The potential for ugh is huge. That's an official word, ugh. And so I'm not there yet. And maybe I won't be. But that's where choice comes in. I get to choose. Um, I'm being nudged and guided but that doesn't mean I have to follow it. And that's where we can either get hung up or it gives us a clearer understanding of ourselves. Just because we're being nudged doesn't mean we have to follow it. But you have to have an awareness of yourself to know the right answer. Make sense? Not really? (laughs) I know. What about your instincts? What's the difference between intuition and instinct? I usually get into these conversations with um, professional people who have kind of a type A personality. Their instincts are good, but if I call it intuition, they kind of look at me and roll their eyes, right? But what's the difference? can be very similar. But the word instinct has more of a practical energy to it, doesn't it? I mean, at your basic, it's the flight or fight. That's an instinct. And then you take your breath, and then you use your intuition to decide, you know, why did that happen? How did that happen? What's going on there, right? And we use that to make our choices. So how do you trust the information that you're getting? Okay, so here's the thing. Sorry, there's no magic wand. It's practice. You get the nudge. You don't follow it, or you do, and then a series of events happens. You have to untangle that energy for yourself, and then you'll be like, oh, that's why I was nudged to do that. Oh, that makes sense. Oh, I knew I should have done that. I mean, we say that all the time. Oh, I knew I should have went that way. But it's kind of a hit or miss, isn't it? So is there a solid way to know when it's good information? When I'm trying to figure out something and untangle something and I need an answer, uh, for me, it feels like a puzzle piece clicking in place when I'm at the right answer. Or when somebody says something in answer to something I was asking, I will get, like, the truth shivers, they're called, you know, where your whole body gets that tingle of, oh, wow. Those I trust without question. But it took practice to get there. Lots of practice. Intuition's like a muscle. Call it instinct for a while and see if it changes how you feel about it. What are your instincts telling you to do? What do you feel would be the best answer? A lot of times we get tripped up on this because we feel like there's only one right or wrong, but there isn't. How often have you felt, oh, I should do this or this would be good, and then you went a different path and you ended up at the same place 
eventually. Right? That's because there's no right or wrong. It's all about experience and leveraging that experience to make good choices that are in alignment with you. And you're still going to make some bad ones, and that's okay. <laughs> it's how we grow and learn, right? Can't help it. The other trick is to not let shame, humiliation, guilt override everything else. You know what? You may feel that people are judging you or talking about you, but really everybody is so caught up in their own stuff that it's way less than what you think. And we have to learn to not take everything so personally if we can help it. It's harsh. I know. I struggle with it. Everybody in the whole world struggles with it, though. We want to be liked. We want to feel like we're contributing. We want to feel like we're doing good. And we have to balance that with having boundaries. And when someone crosses those boundaries and does things, we have to be willing to say, no, that's not acceptable. And the consequences could be that that relationship is no longer. And we have to make peace with that. I have a lot of relationships that are no longer. And at the time it was sticky and uncomfortable. But there's so much less drama that I have to deal with. Because some people love the drama. They don't know any. They just, it's just their pattern. And it's not right or wrong, right? Because lots of times through drama, change happens. Because maybe we don't like what we were involved in. And so when we recognize the pattern and the signs of it happening again, we know to disengage or to do things differently. It's all about experiences and learning. So I talked about um, pay attention to how you learn. So if you are someone that, that's, that's visual, if you like reading things, being shown things, if you're auditory, if you like um, listening to things, and maybe it's, it's usually a combo, right? And then there's kinesthetic. You have to feel something to understand it. Okay, so when you figure out which of those is your go-to. It doesn't mean you don't use them all because you certainly do. You can also relate that to being clairvoyant, clairaudient, clairsentient, right? Clairvoyant is the seeing. You have vivid dreams. You like um, art. You like visual things that your eyes can see and process. Clairaudient, that's where you hear that soft little voice in your head. That's your intuition speaking to you. How often do you say, okay, I wonder if I should do this, and you hear like a big no in your head, and you're like, whoa, where'd that come from? I was going to do something this morning, and I heard no. Okay. <laughs> gotcha. And I had to laugh because it was, it was obvious, right? If you're visual, you'll be the person that finds the dimes because you like that visual presentation that you're being protected. You'll notice the numbers, 111, that means you're being guided and protected. Because they send us signposts and messages, deja vus. If you're kinesthetic, that clairsentient, you feel things in your body, a deja vu is a feeling. If you get those quite often, that's the way your team is letting you know you're on the right track. Which one is yours? Knowing that and then working with that energy Pretty soon it'll become second nature. It'll become instinct, that intuition of yours. <laughs> yes, I'm sassy. So I want to say this too. So when you know yours, I want you to be aware of when you're overloading. 
So if you're very kinesthetic and you feel everything and you start to find being around a certain crowd of people is just draining your energy, make a different choice. And that could be just smudging your shoes, putting the hematite or the smoky quartz in your pocket. Do something so that you're not constantly on and feeling everybody's everything because you'll get burnt out. If you're auditory, clairaudient, be careful what you're listening to. Like be aware, right? So if you're listening to the radio and the news and you just find your energy getting drained, make a better choice or different choice for a while just to recharge. Because the same way you get messages and divine guidance from these systems, you can also burn yourself out. Does that make sense? If you're visual, social media, very visual, be careful. If you're reading too many stories and seeing too many headlines and it's draining your energy, take a step back. Find a way to reset that energy. Maybe it's watching a really great movie that lifts your spirits. Maybe it's listening to a book on a podcast or a CD, a cassette. (laughs) Yeah, if you're really old like me. Anyways, the same way you get your messages, you have to be careful of getting too many, right? Burning yourself out that way. I found I, I got burnt out, and I had to reset my energy for a while. And now I find that I'm much more aware of when it's happening, and I can change, change what I'm doing. Make sense? Okay. So, how much time? 20 more minutes. Okay, let's do this chakra cleanse. Okay, and today we're going to do the chakra cleanse with an awareness. And what I mean by that is we're going to clean them, but I'm also going to give you some tips on if you're feeling energy in that area. Like, so when we're cleaning the chakra, our chakras, if one feels like heavier to you, more intense, or you're getting like words if you're clairaudient, if you're getting some weird feelings if you're clairsentient, if you're getting some like pictures flash through your mind if you're clairvoyant, the visual, the auditory, the kinesthetic, I want you to pay attention. Because that's your team, your guidance system, telling you what your go-to is. Make sense? This will be fun, right? I know. I like to do this in my meditation class. Because really, the more you know about you, the more peace and joy and good things you can have in your life. When you know who you are, you can get through the rocky times quicker and proof definitely quicker all right okay so i want you to sit back in your chair i want you to find a comfy spot i want you to relax all right make sure your legs are not crossed so there's clean energy lines flow through close your eyes now let's begin breathing very deeply you're going to take some full deep breaths And with every breath that you exhale, you're going to become more deeply relaxed. Let's try about five. you to concentrate on the top of your head you're going to begin to feel heavy this heavy warm tingly relaxation moves from the top of your head down over your forehead eyelids and jaw deeply relaxing as you concentrate on the sound of my voice pay no attention to any sound except for the sound of my voice For these sounds are everyday sounds of life. I cannot distract or disturb you, but will tend to relax you and allow you to go even deeper into this deep, heavy relaxation. 
this heavy feeling of relaxation is in your shoulders and down your back and through your chest area. Deeply relaxing and your breathing becomes very deep, gentle, and rhythmic. Just let this drowsy, sleepy, daydreaming feeling of relaxation take over, letting go. Drifting down deeper and deeper, and your arms, hand, and fingers are relaxing. Feeling a numb, pleasant, tingling feeling through your arms, fingers, as this relaxation grows deeper and deeper. Feel your stomach muscles relaxing, deeply relaxing. And this heavy, warm feeling of relaxation moves into your hips and into your legs. You're now feeling this beautiful thing. Feeling might be tingly. Downward into your knees. Feeling the weight of your legs pushing down, heavier and heavier. And feeling your legs relaxing deeply, deeply relaxing. And this heavy relaxation moves into your ankles and your feet and into your toes as you feel your body relaxing even more and letting go deeper and deeper. As I count from five down to zero, each count's going to represent deep relaxation. And you will feel your body relaxing even more, deeper and deeper. And when I reach zero, you're going to be deeply relaxed. Five, letting go, being in this moment. Four, Three, two, one, zero. Now, let's visualize or imagine deep, thick roots growing up the bottom of your feet, deep, deep, deep into Mother Earth. Feel yourself grounding and connecting with the Earth. Now, let's imagine or visualize a white ball of energy coming up from those roots. There's going to be two into the bottoms of each foot. Traveling up your leg, maybe warm, tingling sensation. Up your legs, higher into your thighs, and then both balls of white light are going to join together at your root chakra. This is where you may be worrying about money. It's at the base of your spine. So let's clean this chakra. If you're feeling an intense energy that it might be out of balance, just pay attention. Your root chakra is where you worry about making a living, safety, security. can be enlarged or it can be shrunk. When this root chakra is open, clean and balanced, you will feel grounded, stable, secure. You will feel present in the here and now and connected to your physical body. Cleaning, cleaning. Nice. I'm sending you the energies for an intense clean going to be a little bit quicker than it usually is. All right, excellent. If you're someone who gets that floaty head feeling often, that means you're not grounded in your root chakra. Eat something red, drink tea. Otherwise, you'll reach for those sugary snacks. If you um, get stuck in the energy of, what about me, why not me? This means your root chakra is out of balance. Carry a hematite, a red jasper. That will help balance this chakra. Intuition from this root chakra comes in the form of energy sent out to gather information. 
like when you walk into a room and you're looking for a place that feels comfortable to you energetically, a place where you feel safe and secure with people you may feel a connection with. Okay, now that that one's all nice and clean, let's move up to our sacral chakra. Midway between your navel and the base of your spine. This one's orange. Let's clean it. This is where we feel. Your thoughts and feelings related to physical desires. Boundaries, warmth, intimacy. If this chakra is well balanced, it creates an inner peace towards life. Physical gratification, emotional fulfillment, and creative expressions are all the energies of this root chakra. If you're unbalanced here, you may feel disconnected. You can create self-denial, self-rejection. It can lead to anorexia, bulimia, addictions, sexual dysfunction, or depression. Cleaning, cleaning, balancing, balancing. Exercise and yoga helps to balance the chakra too. Crystals are amber, citrine, topaz, moonstone. I love moonstone. Cleaning, cleaning, balancing, balancing. Nice. All right, let's move up to our solar plexus chakra, located right behind your navel. It says yellow. We're going to pop out that yellow ball of light, if that's how you visualize or imagine it, and we're just going to clean it. You might clean it by spinning. There's no wrong way to do this. You might just feel. You got this, people. This one... Self-direction, self-control, personal will, and physical energy. Self-esteem, that warrior energy, power of transformation. A healthy third chakra supports us in overcoming inertia. We assume responsibility for life. And vitality lives here. So when this one's balanced, we have high self-esteem and the ability to accept responsibility for ourselves and having personal authority over our life. Cleaning, balancing, cleaning, balancing. Nice. If you're having trouble with decision-making, could be because this one's unbalanced. If this one's unbalanced spiritually, you can fail to live your own truth and to be who you are really meant to be. That feels a little sad, doesn't it? Some crystals to help you. Citrine, tiger's eye, peridot, sunshine helps balance this chakra. Nice. Hot baths with sea salt. I find myself balancing this one quite a bit. Cleaning, balancing, cleaning, balancing. Nice. This one might be out of balance if you get too caught up in reading all the stories in the media right now. So take some time to rebalance after. If you find yourself getting triggered, it will hit you here, here in the sacral one. Nice. So after we do this this morning, take some time to just be. Soak in the energy of what it truly feels like to be balanced and cleansed. So you can call on that anytime you want. Nice. A little bit more? Perfect. Nice. 
Good job. Let's go up to our heart chakra, which is green. This rules compassion, forgiveness, generosity, and love. It's also the bridge between the lower, more physical energy chakras and the upper, more metaphysical chakras. clean and balance this one, which will result in stimulating your highest ideals and desires and leave you feeling positive and nurturing. If you're extremely experiencing shyness, loneliness, and inability to forgive or lack of empathy, you may have an imbalanced heart chakra. Too wide open, you become too empathic, too easily picking up on the anger or depression of others. So this one really needs to be balanced. Nice. Balancing, cleansing, balancing, cleansing, balancing, cleansing. shifts happening. Balancing, cleansing, balancing, cleansing, balancing, cleansing. Nice. Some awareness is happening too. Good for you. Rose quartz, aventurine, emerald and jade are crystals to help you balance the chakra. Getting out in nature, forgiving someone, letting it go. Nice. As an empath, this one gets out of balance when we are feeling too much. We need to block the energies to reset ourselves. Nice feel like we need just a little more on that one. Give yourself a nice breath in. Out. Let go of all the crud. You got this. Very nice. Okay. Now that that one is all clean and balanced, we're going to move up. Our throat chakra one is blue. Let's clean and balance that one so our communication is clear. And our ability to listen. A well-balanced fifth chakra awakens in you the truth that your life is built on your words, thoughts, beliefs, and ideas. A well-balanced throat chakra enables your expression to act as a three-way psychic radio. The first band, which activates your speaking and listening abilities, also governs all forms of creativity and awakens your ability to connect with others. The second band establishes mental and telepathic rapport with others, sending and receiving thoughts and feelings, especially from those who are on the same wavelength as you. Finally... The third band tunes into your own inner voice, allowing you to pick up your intention and to ask for and receive direction from the divine spirit. Balance this one to tune into that divine guidance. you find that you have consistent sore throats and you feel like you can't speak things, write them down and burn them. Find a way to let that energy go. For yourself. 
another favorite tool of mine for this particular chakra is to have that soul-to-soul talk with somebody, but you're talking to their spirit, and tell them everything you need to say to them. Ask to speak to their spirit, and then let it go, or write the letter to them, and then burn it. It's to get rid of the energies for you. It's not necessarily to make somebody else see your point of view, because we're in a strange time, and they just may never even if you're right. It may not be possible for them to see that because of their own beliefs, thoughts, values, ideas, and where they're at. Maybe if they believe you're right, it just is too much for them to handle. Make sense? We can't change other people, but we can change ourselves. So let's keep this one balanced and cleansed. Some crystals, lapis lazuli, sodalite, my fave, turquoise, sapphire, Singing in the shower, meaningful conversations, neck and shoulder rolls. Interesting, right? That helps balance the chakra. Okay. We have to move up a little further to the third eye chakra and our forehead. This one is a darker purple indigo color. We're going to spin it until shiny and clean. Spin it, clean it, clean it and balance it. This one is helps you with dream recall. When it's a buzz with energy, we in the too much we can experience headaches, nightmares, difficulty concentrating. just a little bit today. So balancing, cleaning, balancing, cleaning, balancing, cleaning. When it's unbalanced, you can have um, eye problems, bad dreams, like I said. When it is balanced, you are very intuitive. Your messages become clear. You can figure out your messages in your dreams. You got this. Okay. The crystals for this one are amethyst, tourmaline, and tanzanite. Okay. Nice. All right. Let's move to our crown chakra. It's thoughts, and it's associated with the highest functions of the mind. If this one's out of balance, You can be overly intellectual or feeling yourself to be a member of a spiritual or intellectual elite. So kind of you're an asshole. If it's deficient in energy, you can um, have difficulty thinking for yourself, have apathy, materialism. This is where our faith lives. So we want this one cleansed and balanced. Cleaning, cleaning, balancing, balancing. That way your faith, your connection to your higher powers, your ability to trust life, values, ethics, and courage are all here. Nice. We're going to give this one a little bit extra. Nice. Meditation is huge for this one. Diamonds are good for this one. Quartz crystals. Excellent. Cleaning, cleaning, balancing, balancing. Nice. Nice. Okay, good. Okay, now we're going to visualize or imagine that ball of light over the top of our head, and we're going to move it down through our crown chakra, leaving it beautifully cleaned and balanced, down through our foreheads, leaving a 
third eye chakra, beautiful, cleaned, and balanced. Down through our face, through our throat, leaving our throat chakra beautifully cleaned and balanced. Down through our heart chakra. A lot of you had this one. It's feeling intense. Leaving it beautifully cleaned and balanced. Down through our solar plexus. Nice. Sacral. Down to our root chakra, leaving them all beautifully cleansed and balanced. Lots of cleaning happened today. Try not let the world get to you guys. Kate, now that we're at the root chakra, split that, split that ball of light into two. Move down your thighs, past your knees, through your shins, your ankles, deep, 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 deep into Mother Earth. And we're just going to open our eyes in a few seconds, feeling cleansed, feeling balanced, feeling clear, feeling able to tap into our intuition with more clarity and awareness and self-understanding. Take a nice breath in. Let it go. Open your eyes. Say your name out loud. Awesome. So next week, I know, look how organized I am this week. We're going to talk about dreams and how to use your dreams as ways to tap into your intuition and problem solving. So thank you all for listening, and be back next week. Bye-bye. You have been listening to Psychic Cowgirl Radio with Shannon Lackman. Practical, insightful conversations to empower you on your personal journey. To connect with Shannon directly, visit PsychicCowgirl.com. That's P-S-Y-C-H-I-C-C-O-W-G-I-R-L.com. dot